0: midterms 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 that is what we are going to talk about today along with some other fun stuff I'm Layak, and this is Layak's When the Hammer Drops. All right, so midterms, literally just, what, today is the third, so five days away, five days away until we take part in probably one of the biggest voting things, uh, elections that we have had on our plates in a while, and I'm not talking about, like, the 2020 election, That was a very important election. Unfortunately, certain things happened. And the resident in the House, in the White House right now, he's there along with Kamala Harris. And it is what it is. We can't change that, but we can focus on what we can change come the 5th. I mean, not the 5th, I'm sorry, the 8th of November when we get our asses up and go vote. Now, one thing I do want to say, when you go vote and they say by some free chance that you already voted, make sure you call your county sheriff and make sure they get out there right away and handle that because there's, they're, they're trying some bullshit. And that's just one thing that they're going to probably try to do. So if you go, they say you already voted and you know you didn't vote, make sure you call you know, who you need to call. Call county sheriff and have them get out there so sort of get that handled. So your vote actually counts. Now, funny things that have happened in just in the last week or so, uh, before, you know, last week and a half, I'll, I'll say the last couple of weeks, just before, <clears throat> you know, we can come to midterms. We have Paul Pelosi being attacked by a nudist who... They are painting out to be a Republican, and his girlfriend came flat out and said he is not a Republican. He didn't like Trump. Um, he's a nudist and he's mentally ill. But they are trying to paint it out because they know they're losing. So that, and they're, they need to pin it on the Republicans to take away from the Republican vote. They're hoping to take votes away from them. So they're spinning it, saying that this kid was a Republican, MAGA Republican, to try to take votes away. Well, we got to thank his girlfriend for setting the story straight and letting us all know that he is actually just mentally ill. Um, But I think anybody in that kind of a situation who is just kind of fed up and maybe mentally ill would kind of feel the same way where, you know, I don't personally like Nancy Pelosi. Do I wish ill will to her? Uh, I'm not gonna answer that. I plead the fifth, <laughs> and just like with her husband. But they're playing it to their, you know, they're playing the strains of it to try to get votes. Uh, just like Joe Biden's trying to get votes by offering this, that, and the other. It's trying to say a bunch of bullshit. And I I gotta love one thing that last since last Friday, Elon Musk has taken over Twitter, and it's good to see that our own president of the United States or uh, the resident of the United States, I want to—I should say—is actually being fact checked. Him, AOC, all of them are being fact checked. So, and it's great to see because we all know that they're full of shit. <laughs> so they—they're they're using that, and then you have Joe Biden going on last night doing a, you know, whatever at the Union Station, and his message pretty much was. Republicans bad, we're bad for democracy, we're going to create the cause of civil war, we're going to do this and that. Well, let's back it up here real quick. One, we're not going to cause a civil war. We're not. Because, see, the thing that they're trying to say that Republicans are, we're not. We're not like the Democrats, okay? We're not going out there protesting. We're not going out there and protesting in front of justices' homes and you know, with Antifa and burning down cities and vandalizing, we're, we're not doing that. That's all Democrats. But they don't want you to remember that. Remember all of our cities that got burnt down, Portland, Washington, Kenosha, all of it? That was caused by the Democrats, not Republicans. The so-called insurrection at the White House was not Republicans. How does it, How well, how is it that when president trump left the speech on january 6th he wanted to go to the white house go to the you know go over there to um or the house or the senate wherever the hell they went to to make sure it was peaceful but his security detail wouldn't take him and they took him somewhere else and then you have somebody that says i heard that the president lunged towards the driver. Has anybody ever seen the length of the limousine? How is a older man like Trump, no disrespect, going to leap forward to grab a hold of somebody when he's got Secret Service in between him and the driver? So that's a bunch of bullshit. I mean, this whole insurrection thing is just smoke and mirrors, to be honest with you, I and mean, it's it's quite sickening. Um... So, you have that. So, I mean, and they're still pushing on that. It's like, okay, hey, I don't know about you, but I, you know, Trump's not in office. It is what it is. The resident that's in the office, the illegitimate president of the United States, he's there. Whatever. Not my president. He's there. But you know what? We're not out protesting that. Because if we were, you know it. If the Republicans were out there protesting it, we would be protesting our conservatives, whatever we would be. Look at what's going on in Brazil now. Oh, that's right. The mainstream media doesn't want to tell you about Brazil. Well, let me tell you about Brazil, folks. Down in Brazil, they actually have the military intervening now because of a stolen election. Go figure. The common criminal that, mean I'm not even kidding, this guy got arrested, you know, Was in jail and somehow he wins the presidency of Brazil. So you got a common crook (laughs) trying to steal an election down there. Now you got all the people pissed and the military's intervening. But you're not going to see that mainstream media, folks. You're not going to hear about it there. So if Republicans were like that, don't you think it would be a little bit more like that? I think it would. But We're not the violent ones. It's the Democrats. I couldn't tell you how many times that I could be on Facebook and I say something and try to voice. I voice my opinion on how I feel about, you know, a stance or whatever the hell's going on, like the Safety Act that's happening here in Illinois. And then all of a sudden you have all the liberals and all the Democrats coming out. And I'm keeping it as peaceful as possible. Okay. I'm not swearing at them. I'm not doing anything. And the first thing that they resort to is insults and bullshit like that. And it's like, but we're the problem? No, 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 no. You're the problem. You're the ones that can't deal with the shit. We're just fine. But we're the bad people, right, folks? (laughs) So they're trying to spin it. And then what was great is that Joe Biden posted it on Twitter, how the White House is... Given so much more money in Medicare and all this stuff to. Wasn't it Richard Nixon who signed in a law in 1972 about that anytime inflation affects that, that there will be a rise or a raise in Medicare payments to? Or social security payments, I'm sorry, to um, those that are getting it? I mean, that was signed in 1972 by Richard Nixon. And here you have Joe Biden trying to take credit for that. It's funny because it was on Twitter. And once they got hammered on Twitter for it, boy, did the White House take it down real fast. Luckily, I saved it. And I will post that. (laughs) That's actually, I'll make sure that that's on my Twitter feed now. I will make sure that I have that on um, the Facebook page as well. Uh, and let me take a real quick moment. If you are watching this or if you're listening to this on any one of the podcast platforms, do me a favor. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, smash the thumb up, subscribe, and like the video. If you're listening to this on a podcast platform, If you can give me five stars in a review, it really helps get my content out to others. Um, So I would appreciate it. So now let's go back to the show. Um, So, yeah. So, okay, so we touched base on Paul Pelosi, which I think that's just, you know, their way of trying to sway votes. You know, Joe Biden, he's, he's making, you know, Lying essentially. I mean, everything that the guy says is, just, is nothing but a lie. Uh, and then you, I, I thought it was funny. Uh, there was a tweet from Elon between Elon and AOC. Um, basically, AOC is calling out Elon, saying that he's uh, you know, because he's got a complex because he's a billionaire and this and that, and and his reply to AOC is. I'm basically like I'm taken. I'm not interested or whatever with smiley faces, and I, you know, I thought that was great. I thought that was funny as hell. I didn't know really realize Elon was actually kind of a comedian. <laughs> to be honest with you, um, yeah. So now, all joking aside, real quick, um, gas pricing, gas prices is on the rise. I know just in one day here where I live in Northern Illinois. I went to work in Chicago. 6 a.m. I stopped for gas. And it was 3.99 a gallon. You know, I, I guess that's a great deal nowadays. I mean, unfortunately, but now it's up to four dollars. Within six hours, it was up to four dollars and thirty-nine cents a gallon, or eight hours or whatever. By the time I got back around, it went up almost forty cents in eight hours. the The frightening thing is, is that it was actually uh earlier in this week it was like 369 a gallon. So from Monday till Friday from 369 a gallon up to 439 a gallon, it's just crazy. But there's no problem, right? We have no issues with our supply chain or nothing like that. You know, we don't um diesel fuel is, you know, we're not on a shortage of that, are we, Joe? Yeah, you know, we have what I think less than 20 days now left of diesel fuel, but you're not going to hear about that either. Again, I want to say to everybody that's listening to this or watching this right now, I'm not expecting everybody to believe it. Do your research. Knowledge is power. And once you actually see and do the research and go down that bunny hole, I promise you, you'll be wide awake from here on out. (laughs) So do your homework, folks. But it's just funny. like All this stuff... Especially with gas and with the midterms coming, that I think right there, I mean, because inflation, the economy, gas prices, that is where it's at. A lot of people, when they're going out to vote, they're voting because of that. Um, I know the Democrats have spent a lot of time and a lot of effort to try and win votes just merely by the abortion Um, But that's not working. And there's you have more women jumping to the Republican side. The Latino um, populace is jumping to the Republican side. The same with African Americans. They're jumping to the Republican side. Because everybody... See, I guess Joe did bring us all together in one aspect. Is that we all have the same common ground. And I've talked about this. We're all sick of inflation. And... Unfortunately, it's just the blame game, and you have Nancy Pelosi who went out, and they're, they're all trying to change this the story when it comes to inflation. They don't want to talk about it, and they're you know Nancy Pelosi flat out said it. We got to change the subject when the inflation comes up, and they're definitely trying to do that. Um, unfortunately, it's too late because because of the inflation, because of gas prices, because of everything that's happening. It's actually. Whether you're Republican or you're Democrat, it's actually bringing us together because there's independents that have dropped races and endorsed Repu- the Republican, and he's they're getting those votes. So this is what I what I heard. Um, it's there's a lot of tight races, but what ultimately is going to pr- probably take the Senate from my best guess is Pennsylvania. You have Oz and Fetterman or whatever the hell his name is. But I think after their one and only, um, debate, it has been proven. And Fetterman, the guy, he had a stroke. I feel for him. You know, you had a stroke, this and that. I'm sorry, pal, but cognitively, you cannot be a Senator. There's no way. Um, I know if I lived in Pennsylvania that is one person. I couldn't yeah, you don't. I mean, he's flip-flopped so much. He was for he was completely against fracking and running as lieutenant governor and now all of a sudden he's for fracking. But the scariest thing is when you hear him talk, you can tell that he is confused. You can tell that he's not understanding. And for somebody that is confused and not understanding, he has no business, that person has no business being in office. He needs to go home. He needs to heal. Um, And strokes, you don't just heal right away. Um, My mom, she's had a couple strokes, and I'll tell you what, she's still trying to heal from them, and these are from years ago. So... Yeah, whatever part of the brain that affected his stroke is definitely affecting his, um, uh, the part of the brain for understanding. Um, he's not understanding stuff. He, yeah. So and they were saying that that would be the one state that could ultimately decide that in Ohio. And I think the guy JD Vance in Ohio is winning. Uh, I think he's up by five points. Um so, and I think Oz is surging in Pennsylvania, so it's looking like it might be a clean sweep, folks. It, it really is. It's looking like it's going to be a huge red wave on the federal side. Now we need it I, we heard McCarthy, I, I heard an interview with McCarthy, and if the Republicans take it and if say if he gets to be Speaker of the House, uh, one of the first things that you know they're gonna be going and investigating a whole bunch of stuff. They're going to investigate um, COVID. They're going to investigate the election, the 2020, all that stuff. They're they're going after everything. Um, there's a lot of stuff that needs to be done. There. He also mentioned about checks and balances, about all this spending, uh, which is great because we need to know where that money's going. Obviously, it's really not going to you know. Is it going to Ukraine? I mean, it's 100 million dollars a day technically that we're losing. I mean, come on. So hopefully when that happens, we'll actually start to get some answers. And I think we will, finally. Um, But now, I know this episode is going to be a little bit longer than my normal ones, um, but not by much. Uh, Now, I want to talk to you guys about the state, on the state level. State level, elections are huge and very important uh you got to get out there and vote for your new governors the your state house your state senate get these people out now i'm going to focus here on illinois cuz i'm i live in illinois and it's i'm sure other there's other podcasts out there that these people are from whatever state and they're focusing on their state if they're in the same thing but what we need to do here in Illinois, what you all need to do, okay, Illinois, we need to remember, and this actually goes for everybody, whether you're in a Democratic state or a Republican state. This go whoever's up for re-election right now, this is what you got to look at. One, did your governor lock you down throughout COVID? Two, are is he is your governor trying to? Uh, mandate vaccines, mandate all that stuff. Um, these are things that you got to rem- you got to take into this election. Because I'm going to break it down for you here real quick. If you want more freedom, um, lower prices, you know, get that inflation under control, have checks and balances, and all that stuff, then you know, vote for a Republican. If you want more of the same rhetoric that we're having now, then vote Democrat, but don't bitch and moan when your your gas prices aren't gonna change because folks i'm gonna let me put it to you this way right now we have a chance to kind of slam on the brakes of what is happening in our country what from um Infrastructure to, you know, fuel to natural gas to all of it. We have an opportunity to slam on the brakes and stop the forward momentum right now. If, and this goes for, you know, voting for governors and all that stuff. Because I know our governor here in Illinois, he is already trying to mandate. Once he gets elected, he will mandate that every kid before they can go to school has to get the vaccine for the COVID, regardless. Even though with what we're learning about the COVID vaccine and younger people dying left and right, and how it's not good for them, he's still gonna. In my home state, they're gonna. He's gonna mandate it. Uh, it's already. There's already it, it le- leaked uh, paperwork. Already has. It's already been leaked. I've read it, Um, even though the CDC is recommending it, Governor Pritzker is going to mandate it. And this is is why it's important, okay? Like I was saying, if you want the same rhetoric, if you want lockdowns, if you want um, small businesses being destroyed, if you want violence, if you want defund the police, if you want all of that, And mind you, I know where I live, we used to be a peaceful, you know, small city. The violence from the city of Chicago is moving towards us. I mean, just a couple towns over. I mean, a couple towns over. I mean, people are getting murdered. I mean, there's more murders in northern Illinois now than there's ever been. And I've grown up here. It's ridiculous. And it's the soft... Policy on criminals that is is because of that, and that is the Democrats, folks. Now, I firmly agree if you've been arrested for selling weed or whatever like that, you know it's yeah, you know let them out of jail. But ninety percent of these people that in New York, because right, they have no cash bail, ninety percent of those people that have been released have reoffended multiple times, and that's just going to happen in Illinois. So we need to vote for Darren Bailey. I think he's going to be our shot here in Illinois to be able to get rid of the Safety Act and get rid of a Madigan backer Um, because we all know how Madigan was for the state of Illinois. And we need to get rid of all the people that were his protégés, and Pritzker is one of them. Uh, the attorney general it was another. He needs to go. Um, so, yeah. Uh, all right, so that's where I'm going to kind of cut it there because I will start going off on another tangent, and I don't want to do that to you. I don't want to do that to myself <laughs> because, you know, hey, it's not worth it. Um, but what I'm going to do since election is this upcoming Tuesday. I will uh, Monday I will have an episode out and I will try to get an episode out on Tuesday as the poll numbers come. if not Tuesday definitely Wednesday to discuss who won what elect what spots are still counting um, this and that and the other so we're gonna touch on that. Um, now I will supply all the links for all the social media in the comments below uh, definitely. Share, give me five stars, give me a review, help us beat the algorithms and get out to more people. Until the next time, folks, be good to each other. Oh, and get out and vote this Tuesday. Now be good to each other.